With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Nature's driven length in front, private eye, giga kick, giga kick down the outside, wins the Everest. The unbeaten three-year-old's done it, giga kick beat private eye. Yeah, amazing memories of uh, the last iteration of that uh, awesome event this weekend. When you factor that in, it's a massive weekend of sport here in New Zealand. Um, the All Blacks, the Black Caps in World Cup, Silver Ferns, White Ferns, All Whites, Kiwi Ferns. I feel like that McDonald's ad from a few years ago. Uh, just to name a handful, all in action. And then there is the horse from Manamata wearing the unmistakable Kiwi Silks of its breeder and owner, Waikato Star, taking on the world's fastest sprinters in the $20 million Everest at Royal Randwick just after 6 o'clock on Saturday. Kiwi Connection and Test Match field to this extends to our bookmaker, the TAB, and their new partners, the global betting giants, Entain, as they are the holder of the expensive slot, which uh, I wish I win, will race in. Cameron Roger is the managing director of Entain here in New Zealand, and he is in Sydney already soaking up the atmosphere, I am sure. Morning, Cameron. How are you doing? Good day. How are you going, guys? We're all right, mate. What about you? Excitement level? Is it, where is it at? Uh, it's getting it's getting close to fever pitch. I was just listening to your intro there and goosebumps, right? Thinking about, um, you know, I guess what's on offer this weekend and then what, what, what part the horse will play in that and, and, and the team at Waikato and the team here. So we, we're excited, mate. So for those of us who aren't fully up to date here, can you give us a what the start to present rundown, if you will, um, of what the Everest is and how the TAB and Trackside are involved with I Wish I Win and this very lucrative horse race? Yeah, so I mean, the Everest is a race that's um, not that old in the scheme of, um, of races. You know, most of the, the big races in, um, on the card throughout the year have a, a long sort of storied history. The race is, re- the race is relatively young. Um, it's a slot race, so it's a, a race where, um, you know, slot holders um, buy a slot and then are able to put the horse in that they want and um, compete for a, a significant prize pool. So um, it's the brainchild of um, Racing New South Wales and Peter Belandes, and I guess the reason we were really, really keen to get involved in in some way was it's sort of a race that has redefined, um, you know, the race day experience. It appeals to a, a younger generation, but but still has, you know, everything that you'd, you'd want to see in, in a top quality race, the best sprinters going around for a big purse. And, um, yeah, that's 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 the that's the story there. And we were lucky enough to get involved with a slot for, for this year. And um, we had the perfect uh, perfect horse to put in there. And, and I wish I won from the team at Waikato Stud. So um, that's, the, that's, that's the general rundown. Cam, Louis here. Pleasure to have you on the show. And um, I hope you enjoyed your night last night. And we can talk about the barrier that I wish I when pulled and the, the audible gasps around the Sydney Harbour. Uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. Just, I'm curious though, someone in your position and you understand the wagering landscape in New Zealand where the TAB sits and the, the kind of ecosystem of entertainment, how important is it from your perspective to be involved in a race like this, which is clearly captivating audiences in Australia and to try and extend that here into New Zealand? 
Yeah, I mean, it's huge, right? I think um, there's so many angles that we, we loved about getting involved. But um, I suppose the big one for us is just getting that cut through into, into the mainstream consciousness. But then uh, helping people realize, you know, we breed some of the fastest horses in the world down here. Um, it's an industry that obviously everyone involved and around it is so incredibly proud of. And I think, you know, one of the things that I've really, really enjoyed about the experience thus far is just more and more people coming to understand um, understand that piece of the, the puzzle and how we fit. And, yeah, I think that it, it, the, the, the big part of it for us is that it uplifts, you know, the whole industry, it uplifts everything. Um, people are aware, they understand this, and, yeah, they get engaged and involved in not just this race, but but all racing. I mean, there's some fantastic uh, races lined up for, for later in the year um, down here and even one on Saturday down there at, at, at Hastings. So that's a, a big part of the puzzle for us. Yeah, well, the importance of this all seems pretty clear, uh, just having spoken to you for a few minutes. But is this something that the TAB would have done before Entain's partnership um, came about? Do you ever imagine that? Um, because this partnership's still relatively young, too. Yeah, look, I mean, I think it was um, it was something we wanted to do really early on to make a, a bit of a splash, I suppose. And, um, you know, I, I, I can't say that TAB would have never considered it before, but it certainly gets a lot right. easier with the... I guess the resources and the connections and, and all the, the different bits and pieces that come with our partnership down here. So, um, you know, we were looking for something early doors to, to try and, I guess, um, you know, like I say, make a bit of a splash and get, get racing into the, the mainstream a little bit. And yeah, we couldn't be, we couldn't be more thrilled with how it's gone thus far, although we've still got a few days left to run. Um, but, you know, but we're, we're really excited with how it's gone so far. In a broader sense, Cam, when you think about this and the way it's, cutting through into racing, but then let's take a step back further. Where do you see the TAB and moving forward, the new iteration of the TAB with Entain's, well, I guess, behemoth purse and, and the backing and all the support and the technology you've got? Where do you see that in the, the kind of ecosystem of entertainment options in 2023? Because gone are the days of, um, well, <laughs> Yeah, bookmaking is one of those industries, and I guess wagering is one of those industries that's the bell curve and the the innovation and the way it's changed the century is is kind of hard to fathom. So, where is your role now in kind of modern New Zealand? It's a it's a really good question, mate. To be honest, I mean, I, I talk all the time about, and maybe it's um to make myself feel better about things, but I, I think that the <laughs> the sort of wagering the wagering game is one of the more complex um, industries you can be in, right? And it, it's it's largely due to what you've been saying. I mean, you know, it used to be the case, and I'm not saying it was easy, but it was a little bit more, I guess, straightforward in its application. You know, you run a tote, you, you kind of do your thing, you got your margin, it's set, that, that's it, right? And, you know, now, I mean, I, I think back seven, eight years ago, we couldn't imagine, um, you know, across the whole sector, the things that matter now mattering the way that they do, right? So if I had a crystal ball and I could tell you exactly where things will go, um, I would be very, very um, pleased, but I don't, right? And I think that all I know is that the the standard um, model of, of taking bets is not is not the future, right? We have to find ways to engage um, people as, as fans of the sports. We've got to find different ways to deliver media and deliver like innovative products and everything up to people. So, you know, it's constantly changing every day. And, um, you know, this race is kind of a, a testament to that, to think that a race could come out of nowhere the way that this this has in such a short period of time and become you know the, the focal talk, talking point of racing at this this point in the year which is um is pretty incredible um you know i think that we're going to see this whole thing go to places none of us can really imagine just yet but it's going to be a fun ride well it sounds fascinating to me in the sense um <clears throat> your, your landscape is equal parts fascinating and challenging right like you've got to look around see what the others are doing but also be inventive and, and come up with your own um 
So, so you you need a lot of eyes, a lot of ideas, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I think back to um, Dean Shannon, who's our, our CEO, he talks about, you know, the BetBoost, which is now a staple product of the wagering game. You know, that was a completely innovative product sort of when it was introduced. It was something that he championed and, and led. And, um, you know, it's it's not a case of just looking over the fence for us here as well. Like, I mean, Australia especially um, has really led the way in terms of, um, you know, wagering innovation around the world. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a really exciting game. But as I say, a lot of work because you constantly um, you constantly are kept on your toes. Mate, it's it's really obvious when uh, we talk to you guys and uh, I got to interview Dean and he didn't shy away from the investment and we know the figures that uh, we got up front, which has gone you know um, ma- ma- massively to the racing industry and to the codes, which is great, and the stakes are bigger this year. So the outlay of expenditure is for everyone to see. I'm really curious, and I don't know how you answer this, what do you want to see in return from the customer base? And what are you going to, I guess, use as your watermarks for success as far as return? And how long is the runway? <laughs> That's a good question. So, I mean, I won't, I won't go into too, too, much, too much detail, but, you know, we've put up a five-year um, minimum guarantee for the racing industry. And, you know, one of the reasons that we wanted to do that was to just give – um, certainty to to an industry that hasn't really had it for or really ever if you look back at the full the full <laughs> run, runway but um you know to give some certainty that hey look um you know we're going to invest over this five year period and and that's not something anyone has to be afraid of right the the, the investment that we're making now and I think Dean talks pretty openly about this um and lock out our, our CFO and DPCO talk about this frequently you know we're deep in the red um and will be for a while but. You know, we believe that investment's needed, and we think that the you know the, the bones of what we've got here is is more than enough to get the flywheel going, right? So, um, you know, what we need to see from customers is, is nothing more than just give give our product a crack, right? We're um we're launching a new betting platform next year, which will which will redefine the betting experience for customers, and you know, um, take the time to, to 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 listen to the stories we're putting out about racing and, and learn a bit more about the industry we've got here, because um, it really is one that that we can all get behind. Um, but our job is to sell to customers and to and to and to to spend money to grow it, and that's what we're going to do. Um, and we think that the formula is there for um, you know a successful future. Cameron Roger, uh, managing director TRB, is with us. I'm a bit of an old soul here, Cameron. Allow me to explain. I hate uh, smartphones annoy me. How we, do, we we don't actually have any sort of uh, interpersonal connection. Actually, seeing people, talking to people. Now we get a lot. And stay with me. I'm not going down a rabbit hole on a tangent. Um, we always have plenty of questions about retail betting and whether there is still a future for being able to, to go to a shop or a pub and have a good experience having a bet in person. What say you? Mm. So that's a good question. It comes up. It comes up a lot. I mean, the the, the answer is we see we see a, a strong future for retail, right? I mean, it's a critical strategic asset for us here in New Zealand. I mean, especially at the moment where the online environment is is not restricted in any way. So. You know, as part of our, you know, the, the, the framework here, the retail environment is protected. So, um, you know, we, we believe in it. So I've, I've mentioned it publicly before, but we're in the process of, you know, deeply investing into that, that channel. So we're going to um, we're going to procure and, and purchase um, all new terminals, self-service machines. The one we've got in, the ones we've got on there at the moment are very dated and, and, and need a need an upgrade. So, you know, we're investing in it. And I think your point around connection and community is something I talk about all the time. Um it's a very real thing to go into a TAB on a Saturday. Um, like go into your local TAB and have a look around and see the people in there, how they interact. I mean, that is a, 
core social group of so many people. Um, and it really is the backbone of, of betting and racing in, in, in New Zealand, right? Um, so I really believe in it. We, we all do here. I think the, the only thing that we say, and, and this is this is the case for any industry, is it, it just has to be redefined a little bit. It has to move along. Um, you know, you have to integrate the digital experience a little bit more into those shops. Yeah. You have to find ways to keep people engaged once they're in there. I mean, any industry that doesn't innovate, um, it eventually dies, and, and we don't plan on doing that. So, um, you know, mm. we're going to show a lot of love to retail, and it's going to look and feel um, a little bit different, but it'll, it'll still have all those fundamentals that you've described that matter to us and to our customers we know. Mm. No, it makes sense, and I don't think anyone wants it to be the same either, and I don't think it would survive that way, so good to know you're, you're making sense of that. Hey, there's a couple of texts that have come in um, straight while you've been on air, Cam, and we don't chat that often on air, so I might as well put them to you, and, and we'll see if you can answer them. You're a pretty smart bloke, so I imagine you'll go all right. Um, first one is from Richard. This is a, a probably a bit of a softball compared to Jack's message, but um, how much to buy a slot? Do you know what the outlay was for Entain when they got involved in the Everest? Um, so the slots, I think the slots, uh, the, the cost of the slots publicly available. So there's 600k um, a slot, and um, it's not a case of being able to buy one per se. So um, you know th- there were slots available for purchase. There are 12 slot holders that are full, um, and if you want to purchase one now, um, you don't really have an option to do so unless one becomes available and and you get the approval for racing New South Wales. But but none were, and so our, our slot is actually leased. Um, so we, we basically leased it off a current slot holder who was English. Um, so that's on a one. A one year deal and I guess you know, depending on how we go um, I'm not saying that, that that same slot will be available next year but we really want to show that hey if we if we get the chance to, to have a slot you know and, and get a Kiwi horse in there or, um, or or any good horse really in future years um, you know that we can really promote the race and and, and I guess um, you know get New Zealand in behind it um, so so that's kind of the situation with the slots yeah Makes sense. Um, and Jack says, when will fixed odds markets be out for harness fields on release like they are for gallops rather than having to wait for wait 24 hours before the meeting to have a bet? Any idea about that? Is, is that in your remit? Is that something you're looking at? Yeah, no, it's, it's a good question and one that's come up quite a bit in terms of um, feedback we've got early doors. So, look, um, you know, we, we, we believe in... Um, getting markets up as quickly as possible, giving as long a lead-in for, for customers to, to see the fields and to um, to, to get a bit on as, as we can. Um, we're just working through at the moment, you know, with Harness, obviously you have to get through NOMS yep. um, and all the, the actual race administration side of things, which, you know, which, which has to come first. But, you know, we've got to work together with the codes um, to see if we can optimise all of that for the customer experience, right? So it's definitely on the radar and, um, yeah, keep an eye on it. Cameron, we'll get you out on this one, mate. I know you've got a busy uh, week ahead. Uh, now, we're led to believe there is something rather exciting happening this afternoon that punters should keep their eyes peeled for. Dot, dot, dot. Come on, explain. <laughs> Spot on, yeah. So, look, we're, um, uh, you know, we've, we've been giving a big push, I guess, around getting the race, um, you know, promoting the race to the public, which, which has been fantastic thus far, and we've had great messages of support and videos and, and things popping up organically. But we really wanted to put something in behind it that, that, that sort of pushed it over the edge a little bit. So we've come up with a promo, which is going to be released later today. Um, and, you know, I've been around the wagering game for a while, and I can genuinely say this is the most exciting one that I've ever seen. And, you know, it's something that we've intentionally made very easy for everyone to get involved in. Um, but I think that the purest punters and, and the general public will – Will really, um, will really enjoy it and, and look to get behind it. It involves a life-changing amount of money. It's probably the other big teaser that I will say. Um, and, yeah, it'll be out later later in the day. And, yeah, I'm hoping that everyone, everyone in New Zealand has a crack.
Oh, you tease. You tease, Cameron. What a tease. <laughs> uh, so many questions. I'll just have to wait. You know, being a notoriously patient person, I will wait like the rest of us. Hey, Cameron, thank you so much. So much uh, information there uh, we gleaned from you. Thank you for your time. Uh, enjoy what really is uh, a monster sporting week. Anytime, guys. Appreciate it.